everybody. Welcome to the Frankcast. This is the show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And we are getting closer and closer to the big wedding. It's very exciting. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi, everyone. Yes. So that was so fun getting to talk about the engagement last week and we hope everybody listening enjoyed that and uh so yeah we get to talk about uh fran and max now they're an engaged couple it's very exciting (laughs) yes yes so all right well let's dive in our first episode this week is called the dinner party and this was season five episode 16 and it got a 7.6 on IMDb this episode. And basically this episode, uh, they have uh, their first dinner party for big backers for investors that they go to. And, and Fran thinks that's going pretty well. And then she overhears people talking and realizes that they all think that they're all making fun of her. And so she's struggling to see if she can fit in with maxwell and his life and overall colleen what did you think about this episode um i thought it was pretty good um i thought the the dinner party part was kind of blah but i liked the beginning with the ring and the the shopping and part and um overall it was all right what do you think larry yeah i think overall this was a a decent episode um I think I, I'd agree with Colleen. I think the the dinner party itself was okay, but the the rest of it was was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like this episode just because it it's it's such a tender episode between between Fran and Maxwell and and Maxwell you know standing up for her and and uh, I think I I feel like he declares his love for her in a way that we certainly haven't seen yet in the show. So obviously I'm going to be a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I I, th- I think it's it's really cute. So I enjoy this one. It starts out with Niles and Fran uh, being so excited about the fact that they she's now the new going to be the new Mrs. Sheffield and his carnation is to breakfast Mrs. Sheffield. <laughs> so cute. I love that. Uh, <laughs> says when you find you know how when you finally achieve your dream it's a letdown they were wrong <laughs> <laughs> so i thought that was really cute just uh the friendship between niles and and fran i like those moments yeah yeah it was it's very good. cute and of course sylvia comes over and like supposedly the timeline in this episode makes kind of doesn't make sense (laughs) this is supposed to be the morning after the mugging right and sylvia comes over and says uh do you have a ring yet it's like this is the morning after the mugging how could you possibly have a ring (laughs) i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh, there are a few other things that like for, for instance how could they possibly have her name on the invitation for the party if they had literally just happened the night before oh yeah oh you're right <laughs> i hadn't even thought of that <laughs> yeah it's like it doesn't make any sense you have sylvia saying that 
It's not a real engagement until I can take my daughter's hand and say, stick these carrots in your face, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Gluckman. (laughs) (laughs) Fran says, I don't care if I ever get a ring. And because she just has the pop top. And Sylvia says, oh, she's turning into Shitska right before my eyes. (laughs) She's lying to everyone wants a ring yeah yeah i mean you gotta save like like we said last time you gotta save the pop top mm-hmm. you gotta make 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 it into something special but you gotta get a ring of course <laughs> then you have uh niles sending the singing telegram to cc which is hilarious oh my gosh that is yeah. cruel i mean it's funny <laughs> but it's so cruel <laughs> oh yeah. that's so funny yeah <laughs> i mean and she and then she when she shows up later she has the she has the top hat which she must have chased them down because they were leaving you know they right. they were going yes yeah that was hilarious though i think very funny <laughs> oh it was they go to her uncle stanley and this is actually fran Drescher's dad Mm-hmm. Zach, did you know that yes yeah. that is Fran's dad <laughs> you're practically a son to me and uh, so that's kind of fun that they get to use her dad and uh she that uh she he has a uh a gold-plated uh chess chess set with a joey bishop bishop <laughs> <laughs> that's just silly <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I would think that they could find that he could probably purchase a, a, a ring for them at a cheaper price, like a quality, quality ring. But yeah. I guess you got to go to Cartier's, you know, when you're when you're fancy like that. <laughs> Duh. And, yeah. It's the person who wanted who wants Tiffany. I really can't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, so Tiffany's is your your place of choice. Colleen. Yes, it is. And I actually, you know, what's terrible. You know how Instagram and those places see you shopping around, and then they start uh-huh. they know your stuff. I see Tiffany pop up every so often, and I see what I see is like. Uh, silver jewelry, like platinum jewelry, oh, and stuff. yeah, like necklaces, uh-huh. and then, of course, I like this like twelve hundred dollar bracelet that I'll never ever buy, but it's beautiful. <laughs> and I'm like, stop doing this yeah. to me. <laughs> well, I also love Tiffany's. Actually, it, it was uh, because I love Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's one mm-hmm. of uh, it was probably my favorite movie when I was in college. If people would ask, if people were to ask me then, what's my favorite movie? I probably would have said, and obviously it has has big problems with the Mickey Rooney part, but uh, but other than that, I just absolutely adore it. I love it, and uh, and uh, you must have you must really like the beginning of Sweet Home Alabama. I was gonna say, I was yeah. just you were reading my mind. I was just gonna say, I'm like, that's some more modern uh, thing I can think of. Yeah. That was such a great scene. I've never been in the flagship store in New York, but yeah. I've been to some of the there's ones, you know, they have them now all over the place. They have Tiffany yeah. stores all over oh, and yeah. it's a lot of the big cities. So So they go to uh to Cartier and uh, after i do think it was funny when they're like do you need keys <laughs> <laughs> i guess the back door 
Um, and they they get the uh, they get the ring, and it's a pretty that was a it is a pretty great ring. Mm-hmm. I mean that thing is huge. I like it. Yeah, and Grace says it's a Kazuga ring, <laughs> <laughs> and they the kids are Jewish now. It goes by the mother. So, but they have an invitation to a party. Fran's very excited about it. And so Fran and Sylvia go to this uh, store, this, uh, the, it's the snooty store. And uh, they, they try on some clothes and that Sylvia with that Robin Hood looking outfit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was so funny. I just love the way she emerges from that freaking dressing room. (laughs) I like, I also like when she tells the snooty lady, like, it's obvious that you haven't had lunch ever. That was funny. I did love that they were just like looking at the the like little table runner or whatever, because there was like literally nothing in there. Yeah. Like, I was it, like, what, what is this? There's just like a blank building and they just bring you stuff from the back or yeah. what? I don't know. Have understand. you guys ever been to, into any of those high-end stores? No. no. Uh, they It's so exclusive, they hide the clothes. <laughs> well, right. Like, I've been into like, it's really uncomfortable to be in a place like that. But I, And you walk by, you know, I live in LA, you know, so if you go up near Beverly Hills, not that I usually go, I don't uh-huh. go down Rodeo, but if you were to drive yeah. down there or over um off of it's called robertson drive there's a lot of high-end stores and literally there's like four garments on a hanger like on a on a rack like they have very little of everything uh it's weird yeah that's weird it's like social distancing for clothing like it's like everything's (laughs) so many feet apart make you use your imagination it really is like that in some of like like a say a dolce and gabbana or something like that it does Uh kind of happen like that last night looked which was years ago yeah i i don't know i i like being able to go through the the racks and the I mean, I, I'm most of what I buy as far as clothes these days, I buy online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, if I was going to, I don't know. I, do, I don't think I would like, to, even if you, I had the money, I wouldn't want to go to snooty places like that. Well, I've been to Louis Vuitton. I do like some of that. They, they at least have merchandise, but they have about 20 security guards in there too. And, and personnel following you around, you know, which I understand. Right. Um, but plus they have stock they actually have stock yeah. you could look at <laughs> so i don't know if i could ever get over the sticker shock of some of those you know playing four hundred dollars for a t-shirt or you know like some of the, the when you get into those designer worlds it's so yeah. insane yeah the highest end i'll go is like express <laughs> yeah that's it that's like the that's the upper end of what i'm willing to pay <laughs> I I admit I have a I have something from Tory Burch, which is just a purse. Uh-huh. But that's it was like cheap purse, compared purse. to some of those. Like handbags, I think, are, are different. different. Yeah, they're yeah. different then. And I mean, formal wear is also different to me. Yeah, yes. I agree. Uh, like like if you're looking for a nice gown, you know, you're gonna want to pay more for for a nice event. But yeah, or like some, a winter coat, I'll pay. You know, you pay 
a good price for something a really that you're nice to last coat. for years. You yeah, know? yeah, but a t-shirt, no. Yeah, or um, and some maybe certain kinds of shoes, but not really too. Like I wouldn't. First of all, I don't wear heels, but I wouldn't buy a Jimmy Choo, or I just don't see the point of that. You know, you wouldn't yeah. want a red bottom. No, yeah. no. I mean, I, I guess but, at least, yeah. With at least with shoes, your size stays the same. Like yeah. you know, have the fluctuation for the most part. So I actually thought so I actually eyed a pair of Stella McCartney shoes that were really cute. They were sneakers, and they were like nine hundred dollars. <laughs> like, oh my no. god, my god. I can't. <laughs> they were so cute, but never would yeah. I spend that on a pair of shoes. I mean, I couldn't justify it under any. I mean, I can't think of yeah. any reason. Even if I I'm saved, I could buy how many different things for that money? You could yeah, go on a vacation I, for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what I did love about Tiffany Haddish when she first made it. And she uh-huh. wore that same dress to like so many of the awards because she was like, listen, I had to buy my own dress. <laughs> and <for> her. <laughs> I spent the money to get this dress. It's a nice dress. So I'm going to get my use out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember when, cool. when that was the story of, of like that season as Tiffany had us showing up in this dress that she had bought. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, you know, it's, it, that's always fun to see it because, yeah, you know, that that's cool. Again, that's how normal people are. We're like, listen, I paid a lot of money for, this outfit i need to get my use out of it say it was chanel or you know you something like a chanel you it's so classic like you can get away with it over multiple seasons anyways if if you're in that kind into that kind of thing i'm not into that but (laughs) you could afford a chanel i'm gonna sure as heck get my work my money's worth yeah (laughs) so then so fran goes to the party once she has her dresses and uh, they they're comparing her to pretty woman in when they're all talking and says oh you think i look like julia roberts and uh so then she ends up taking some food into the into the kitchen and she overhears the staff talking about how uh how mrs uh, mr sheffield's fiance's is uh everybody's making fun of her and they feel so sorry for her and so then fran starts to worry that she's not good enough for maxwell and you get a great little speech from sylvia where she talks about how how when she was wearing her her string bikini in 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 miami i think it was and uh, she says i I was different. I dared to be different. <laughs> and Francis, uh, the, uh, the, cause it was the, they were laughing at her cause it was the view that was funny. <laughs> Why were they laughing at me? And you're different, unique. And Francis, sometimes you just want to fit in. And I think that is a very relatable sentiment, of course. Like, yeah, you, you want to be unique in many ways, but sometimes you just want, to fit in Mm -hmm. you don't want to deal with it all i think we can all relate to that yep for sure there was a i thought a pretty funny gag with sylvia saying maybe i should come over more often (laughs) (laughs) to both max and then later to the kids (laughs) um that was funny and uh so then fran is crying in the park eating chicken and a man comes up to her 
and they chicken together and they're talking and she gives him uh, her uh, address and says, if you ever need it, need any chicken come over. And he says, but if Sylvia is there, no luck. (laughs) (laughs) I love this whole scene when they're feeling sad because nobody's coming and uh, and maxwell says to hell with them and uh, you, you of course get cc saying what are you gonna have a big sign that says <laughs> we'll produce broad revival of hair for food <laughs> <laughs> but i just love that it's so sweet mm-hmm. between fran and maxwell i love that and uh, then that man from the from the park turns out to be super rich and uh, he agrees to back the show. So that's He's very, very sweet. famous. You know, that's Dick Martin. I had to look him up, but then I remembered who he was. So that guy uh-huh. was Dick Martin, who was the com- part of Rowan and Martin who created laughing in the sixties with Lily oh, really? Tomlin, which became kind of made her a household name. Yeah. He's a comedian, and because there was a response from the audience, yeah, that's here, so I, I thought there must just be. I yeah. recognized him, but then I like couldn't remember his name. But it was in the Wikipedia description of this. And then the woman, did you see Dorothy Live and Larry again? Um, yeah, yeah. She she was the woman who who owned the home for the party. Oh really? Yeah. Was she the pretty woman? She's always, lady? always fun to see her popping up. Yeah. No, she was the one that, the first one that said, I don't remember what she even said. Oh, okay. But, well, she directed this one. Yeah. This episode, I just so. love seeing her because yeah. I always see her as Naomi. It's nice to see yeah. her as something else. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the line from Cece when she says, I'm so alone in this world. Do you know how many straight course boys there are in this town? I do. <laughs> yes. That was funny. Uh, uh, so. Then the fashion for this episode, we have the white robe with the pink pom-poms. She starts out. And then she is in a green and brown kind of box. It has like little boxes. The I call it like tweed. I don't know. Is it kind of a tweed? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. I can see that. (laughs) And then it has a feather collar and cuffs. And this is by Anna Sui is the name of the designer. And it was okay. I liked it all right. I actually liked it, even though it's not her best color. I, something about it I liked. I didn't love the feathers, yeah. the collar. I'm always iffy on those like yeah. fur or feathery collars and stuff. Yeah. But overall, I liked it too. Though. It was it was okay. And uh, so then she has an orange white and brown kind of leopard coat is what she wears into the uh into the fancy uh shop Mm -hmm. and a black turtleneck black headband and nylons and then she has a black off the shoulder evening dress with a had the very top it had like a sparkly top a sparkly strip kind of at the top and she looked great mm-hmm. in of the two of the two black evening dresses which one was your favorite that one yeah yeah uh, and there the second one was a um a halter 
kind of a halter top type dress. And uh, she has a colored striped top with a green headband. And that was Muschino. And then a black shirt with like a tiger print jacket uh, with a black collar beret. And she had a really cute purse. This is what she was at the, at the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has the Moschino purse, which they are really cute. The, the Moschino purses on the show. Yeah. That's like the highlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, the black halter top evening dress. And that is Ralph Lauren, mm-hmm. according to what Fran wore. And yeah, yeah I agree. like the first black dress. Yeah, so I mean, she looks stunning at that first party, I thought. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I really liked how her hair was done as well. Yes. But it was very pretty. Yes. So oh so Larry, what would you give this episode? I'll give this one a seven point five. What about you, Colleen? I agree. That was actually what I had in my head. Seven point five. <laughs> I'm going to go a little higher because I really love just the the connection between Fran and Max and this uh, when he's defending her and everything is so cute. Uh, so I'm going to give it an eight. This episode is called Homey Work. And this is uh, this is. And, and this is an episode where Fran just is feeling like she's not going to contribute to the marriage enough. And so she uh, is trying to help Maxwell with his new rap musical, which is funny to me because now like rap musicals, that is such a thing, like, right? you know, with, yeah. with Hamilton and everything. And they didn't know what they had on there here. <laughs> rap musical, yeah. but uh so she talks to sammy and sammy has a nephew who wants to get into uh broadway but it turns out he he just wants to have a job on broadway not not actually be in a play and it turns out he's not a gift he's not a talented rapper he's a talented gift rapper (laughs) so fran has to help to train him to be a rapper and uh and it's he's played by coolio and so what did you think overall of this one larry uh i mean it was okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) some of the guest stars are just so funny like coolio you know who (laughs) what a random funny like guest star to have yes but um (laughs) You know, it's it's one of those like a little bit over the top ridiculous episodes, but it was okay. Yeah, and I think that Coolio was a much bigger name back then because oh, yeah, because yeah. you know, Gangsta's Paradise wouldn't have been would have been pretty close yeah. to when this was done, so it would have been Look a bigger you, get. Rachel, I can't believe it. I was I couldn't even remember what his hit was. <laughs> Oh really? I couldn't remember. Oh. I was trying. I didn't look it up. And I'm like, I mean, it I, is. I knew film, who it was. It is like a film related hit, so yeah. maybe that helps. Rachel. Uh, that was when I was in high school. Of course, I'm gonna know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Live living in. That was the weirdest thing about the first. Uh, everybody was all uh, complaining about the look of Sonic, which was atrocious in the first Sonic trailer. But I thought the choice of music was equally bizarre. Why on earth would you have Gangsta's Paradise playing? <laughs> like it makes no sense <laughs> for Sonic. What? I was so confused. Uh, but yeah, see, I I I know these things. Uh, <laughs> now don't go start singing Biggie Smalls and Tupac because I don't no. think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a heart attack, right, Larry? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's true. I don't know. I I know of them. I don't know any of their songs. Uh, but <laughs> or Snoop. Although Snoop, yeah, Snoop's funny now. Snoop's a funny guy yeah. now. Yeah, him and Martha Stewart <laughs> together. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, you start out with Gracie and Niles arm wrestling for uh, Fran's room. They they want Fran's room, and uh, I I have I don't think we've ever have we ever ever been in Gracie's room. No, nope. now that I think I about don't it, think so yeah, because we've been in Maggie's, of course, and we've been in Brighton's. But I was just thinking, how weird. All these seasons, we've never been in Gracie's room. Yeah, huh? I never even thought about it that we have. We've been in like all the other bedrooms, and Isles yeah. included, and not Gracie's. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Fran isn't getting a paycheck anymore, and you get that cute little scene. I know what you're talking about. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, and that's I just love when they're all flirty together. Oh, it's so cute, mm-hmm. and. They're doing an urban rap musical, and she's the one who puts Charles Nelson Riley and Rip Taylor in love letters. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and we get to meet Dirk, the wedding coordinator, and uh, that was, I feel like that was sort of maybe a play on on uh, Martin uh, Short in uh, Father of the Bride. Oh, kind of you're yeah. That that's a, a possibility. Bit. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> Why do I they always Frank. make wedding coordinators so obnoxious? <laughs> I mean, obviously the Martin Short's really a standard, but yeah. everywhere, like every movie, even Hallmark does that, and I get yeah, it's true. I get it. I know. It, well, unless they're like the lead character, right? That's with, the in the then 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 of course they're nice, but but yeah, we recently had a rough. A uh, Hallmark wedding movie, Larry. Oh. <laughs> it was bad. Brutal. <laughs> a Beverly Hills wedding. Oh. It was. It wasn't even uh, like campy bad. It was just bad, bad. It was. It was very bad. So we're all recovering. <laughs> but they have seventy-five hors d'oeuvres, and they said, "Would you like to? Would you like to taste them, or do you trust me?" <laughs> they're like. No, we'll taste. Yeah, which I, I, when, whenever in any of these Hallmark movies, they have people not invested in the, particularly the wedding cake testing. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? That's like the best part of wedding planning by far, mm-hmm. is you get to taste all the different wedding cakes. You don't have time in your busy schedule to have free cake. What? Is- yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, uh, I also liked when they said uh he asks about the releasing of the doves <laughs> she says no doves there's no meat on them <laughs> yeah that was funny mm-hmm. 
And also she says, never refuse him. And Fran says, you're talking about dinner, right? What else is there? <laughs> that was good. And you get to see that later in an, in a future episode where, uh, where Fran, uh, where Sylvia tells Fran to refuse, refuse him. And she doesn't take the, uh, the advice. And so Maxwell ends up buying uh, her jewelry every time he has to apologize. <laughs> Just like, this is the best, the, the, the happiest time I've ever had of not taking your advice. <laughs> <laughs> so her advice changes actually in the next season. Anyway. And so Sammy's grandson wants a job on Broadway. It's Coolio. Uh, what do you think of Coolio as the nerdy Irwin? the nerdy <laughs> uh, i don't know uh, he's a gift he's a gift rapper oh my gosh that it was, was cheesy it was a little much it was it was cheesy it was kind of funny but yeah ridiculous uh at home on the range is a very complicated number <laughs> and and uh it says why do maxwell says why do i listen to you it always gets me into trouble so then Fran trains Erwin how to rap, which I don't know. That part is yeah. kind of cringy. I mean, her, well, yeah, that's where it gets like over the top. Her sitting yeah. there trying to teach him how to be cool and rap. You're like, oh, girl. Um, right. Uh, but also, <laughs> um, of course, it's a gag because it's Coolio. But you're like, oh, yeah. girl, this is, it would take much longer um, yeah. to get him to the level needed <laughs> yeah one day i mean and people have natural skill obviously and yeah. you have to have natural like rhythm and such but uh rapping's not just something you're like picking up on on the fly to to win over this like i don't yeah. know rap producer <laughs> right right and it's something that's part of your your like your hair you know what you grew up with i mean a lot of it's about your life yeah i did I did like when Fran says, this is, that's his style, slow to the point of madness, and then he proposes. Yes. <laughs> How did you feel about Maxwell, the Maxwell and Cece stuff this episode that leads to, obviously, her, like, mental breakdown? Yeah, it's kind of weird, because she, she says that she wants Maxwell to take her to the wedding, and you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, she's just, it's just too much. It gets to a point where I'm like, are you kidding? You know? Yeah, like, I I mean, so I feel for her on one hand, and then she acts, like, so crazy on the other hand, you know? Because you, you feel for her in the, the sense of, like, she is his business partner, and he just, like, is pushing, <laughs> like, doesn't listen to her at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Which, so I think it was just the two extremes is a bit jarring for him to just like completely dismiss her, even though she is, you know, his business partner. Yeah. And then for her to just be so outrageous to like ask to go to the wedding with him and like all of these, can I at least be in the limo? Like all of this kind of stuff. And you're just like, oh my gosh. So, I mean, I guess it's an interesting way to write someone out of the show. Uh, to write them yeah. to go and have their child in real life <laughs> um, to have a legitimate just mental breakdown um, 
how'd you all feel about that scene too? The like mother, uh, like when she actually like completely just breaks um, near the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean, the thing I think about it is that it's not that funny. No. Like, that's the problem, because if it was funny, like, funny rules all. So if it was funny, then it's just more awkward as opposed to being funny. And so you're just kind of, like, you don't really know I think that's that's it, is it just leaves me in a weird place. Yes. like yeah like you said it leaves you feeling awkward because you don't know really how to feel about what's yeah. happening so you're just just kind of like okay <laughs> i'm kind of glad yeah. they're sending you away because this is not uh this is i don't know weird and i, I don't like it very yeah. much so good yeah let's send her away so that we can not have this uncomfortable feeling I do like that her she had the pretty good line when she says that Fran thinks the importance of being earnest is the sequel to, of Ernest Scared Stupid. That was funny. <laughs> that was <a> good line. <laughs> I don't know. I guess because we take mental health much more seriously 20 years later. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a big part of it. We see it in, a, in a, the context of what we see now. And you just don't laugh. I mean, it's just not funny in any situation. So I agree with you. It's just, just weird. Very awkward, exactly, is the right word. Yeah. 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 I mean, because seeing somebody, even I don't know, because Cece's like, you know, a witch or stuck up or whatever, but she's not like, not a horrible person, you know, to that right. extent. So just seeing somebody just <laughs> have a mental breakdown before your eyes. Um I mean, it has to be handled really well um, right? through a 2021 lens for sure. And it just, it wasn't. And it left you in a, in a awkward, middle, weird ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's just, it's just not funny. And so like you can have people kind of losing it and it actually end up being really funny, but I don't know. It just didn't quite land here. Uh, and you also have the weird scene where uh, where Fran asks Maggie if uh, her new boyfriend has a brother. And she says, "Oh, force of habit. I've got to. I've got to stop that." <laughs> That's kind of a strange scene. And well, it goes uh, back to that weird like <laughs> Fran and Maggie like yeah. competing over the same. <laughs> right man again like i don't know that's such a weird common thread that lasts throughout the entire yeah. show from when she's like 16 to now like in college <laughs> just like fran stop or or yeah. showrunners stop more accurately because i guess fran most of the time at least comes to that realization at some point in the episode in which it happens but then it's i mean weird. yeah it could be a much older brother but you're still just like this is i don't know <laughs> Yeah. Why is yeah, Fran like, we... like constantly going to Maggie as like her dating pool? Right. Yeah. Like we we recently had with the professor, and then yeah. uh, even going back from very early on when they both she they think that Eddie is interested in Fran. You know, it's right. very weird. But uh, the uh, uh, yeah, they have some really strange strange moments between Fran and Maggie. And it's just not, again, not funny. So it, it just it doesn't work. And uh, you, yeah, you have Cece. She still says, I still have a chance with Maxwell as long as I'm in the house every day. It's very weird. 
but <laughs> well, you kind of also are just like, I mean, I guess it's like reality setting in on someone that, uh-huh. you know, this is the final nail, but I don't know. It's And also it's just the level of delusions are so crazy that you're, yeah. you're like, Cece, you've been in the same house with him every single day for how long? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're just a sin. <laughs> The delusion is just too high all around that you're like, what's going on? Yeah, right. he's literally been uh, married to two other, married slash engaged to two other women uh, <laughs> in the time that he's known her and shown no interest in her at all. <laughs> That's very strange. <laughs> I did like when Fran says that they're having a mixed marriage. He's from drinkers, uh, we're from eaters. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so the fashion on this episode starts with the blue robe with coffee cups on it, and then there's a black dress with jacket that has sparkly, like as a peace sign and a heart. Question, and a mark. question mark. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Muschino, of course. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And then she has a blue skirt, a suit with white flowers, which I thought was pretty. And then a black leather jacket with red and white stripes with matching skirt uh, and a red top. And it was okay, I thought. Um, And then she has a green jacket with it kind of had like a 70s looking print. Uh, with a matching headband, that and this did. was Christian LeCrew <laughs> is the name. I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then finally, it's a pink wide neck sort of sweater with jeans and a pink headband. I did not like that top. No. Oh so, yeah. Uh, no, I wrote like doily, like in yes. <laughs> pink doilies to me to make up that sweater. I don't know. I wasn't a fan. <laughs> I did like Coolio's Tommy Hilfiger outfit though. I remember that stuff being so the popular. From the one that she stole off a Yana. Yes. <laughs> yes, that one. That was I like funny. that. I like that. I mean, I did think it was funny that Yana was just like standing there covering herself with like some little like blanket, some like throw blanket or something <laughs> after that. But I'm like, why is Fran always just like, st- Yana has just got the swag, I guess. Because yeah, Fran is just so. always stealing her clothes right <laughs> off her back. It's so funny. Yeah. So, what would you give this one, Larry? I think for this one, um, I'll probably go with a six. That's what I was thinking, too. I'll also give it a six. Mm. Yeah, I guess that sounds good. I was debating between a six and a 6.5, but I think it's a six. Okay. All right, last episode is called The Reunion Show. And in this episode, Fran has her big high school reunion. She's very excited about it because she's uh, always had to go single. She's able to go with Maxwell, but they get the times messed up. And uh, and he is going to D.C., so she uh, she has to go alone, and all of her friends from high school are now divorced, talking about uh, their divorces, and so she starts to get kind of worried. Um, she also, there's a cameo from Ray Romano in this episode, and so that's kind of fun. 
this supposedly they went to high school together and uh that's most of the that's pretty much the episode what do you think of this episode going um i thought it was all right um i may be the i mean I, I may be in the minority. I know it was a cameo, but I'm not, I was not an everybody loves Raymond fan. Maybe that's uh-huh. like terrible to say, but I just don't get the appeal of it, of Ray, of Ray Romano at all. Rachel loves Ray. Well, I, I do love his stand up. I think it is absolutely hilarious. Like if you look up online, like he has a, a whole bit about uh, his, about irish and uh i mean italian and jewish mothers and their food okay and that's pretty hilarious and that they have a whole commentary on the uh the plastic over the the furniture Mm -hmm. and uh that yeah he's like my mother has 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 china that we'll never use that is that's reserved only for chasky and the pope <laughs> I, I don't know i it's, guess my thing about that show was i liked everyone but him like i liked <laughs> um yeah i mean i think he's the least interesting yes oh doris roberts yeah. oh my oh, gosh she's and amazing and um peter boyle and what was the wife's um Patricia Heaton, who I, yes. I do love Patricia Heaton. Yeah. I love the middle more than everybody loves Raymond. Uh, I think the middle was oh. a very, I think the middle was a very underrated show. I absolutely loved I've it. I've seen and, it a few times. It is funny, especially that one yeah. girl, the daughter. <laughs> oh, she is so great. And <laughs> if you, if you, if you want to talk about a show that nailed its finale, Oh, Oh, the really? finale of the middle. I still have it on my DVR. I love it so <laughs> much. It was so That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, and they did a great job with child casting uh, on the middle. But all three of them were great, especially yeah, like you said, uh, Eden Shears was it was so great as the uh, the the daughter in the family and uh, Sue Heck. And I I love that show. I because I. Uh, I served my mission in Indiana. The show set in Indiana and there's so many, I don't know, parts of it that I think are easy to relate to. And then it's just, I think really funny and really well-written. But yeah, the thing with everybody loves Raymond is there, it can be quite funny, uh, but man, you can only watch like one or two episodes at a time because it is so argumentative. Mm-hmm. That's the whole bit of the show is just fighting, 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 fighting. And I, so I, I can, I, I can only watch it in small doses. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you oh, agree? Rachel. Or, what? <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> uh, that was, no, I just. <laughs> You're funny. You guys are hilarious. laugh. Do you like Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah, I, I like it for the most part. I just agree with Colleen. I just find everybody else uh, uh, to okay. be funnier than Ray Romano. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't. I guess I don't mind the like argumentative nature of the comedy. <laughs> oh, it's too much for me. But <laughs> but they they do have some very funny episodes. There's no doubt about it. And I will uh, say, I I I, I want to say, I remember probably about three or four years ago i saw patricia heaton i was at this place called the dry bar 
which is one of those places where you go in and they style your hair, they shampoo your hair, and then they style oh, it. You know, yeah. if you're going out for the evening, it's not a blowout. It's not that. It's just uh-huh. a style. And I saw her when I was when oh, I was waiting. Yeah. She came in. She was. I didn't talk to her, but I was like, "Oh, cool. That's cool. I recognize <laughs> her." In her, she was in yeah. her like sweats and. Did so that was, was this? Cool. Yeah. Was this like the year that Everybody Loves Raymond debuted? Then I was wondering because um, I'm assuming this was obviously a promotion. I he mean. looked very young. I felt. So yeah. this no, Everybody Loves Raymond started in 1996. So this must have been when it was like and building popularity. Really, okay. I, I thought it was like a 2000 show. So I guess I didn't realize it premiered it, it, so early in the 90s. Yeah, 96 to 2005. So it, it had a run. long run. Yeah, I just in my head, I just think of it as like a 2000s show. So <laughs> 210 episodes. Yeah. It was oh wow! I did not know that. Yeah, obviously, because I didn't really watch it <laughs> very often. Yeah, I don't know the the these shows where they're just the couple arguing all the time uh, are not my favorite. This is, the King of Queens was the same way. The every I episode really was just watch them that fighting. Either. Yeah, just them fighting all the time. Uh, but I do love Ray Romano's stand up. He has some hilarious things. Where he's he's talking about his uh his his mother will will they, you have to stay one step ahead of her in the food thing. Like if you if you don't want it, if you want a little, if you want a lot of food, say you want a little. If you want a little, say you don't want any. And then if you don't if you don't want if you don't want anything, then you're just gonna have to shoot her. That's good. I guess my it's, big it's problem with like these shows is just I tire, and we talked about this in movies, uh, Rachel and I, and I was yeah. glad we were in agreement. I just tire, and of course, it was more of a trope then. I think slowly, but yeah, we're getting out of it. Of doofy man with intelligent, beautiful, amazing right. woman. You know, yeah. and you're just like, oh, you know, like <laughs> he uh, he brings almost nothing to the table. That's I mean, especially... at least in Ray Romano's case, you know, he was the breadwinner. He has his column, but like King of Queens, uh, he was like yeah. a UPS driver. You know, right. like he was. <laughs> so you're just like, what is going on here? I don't understand. And it, you know, it was such a huge trope. Yeah. And I feel like those shows tended to be the ones that were more about fighting when you had the doofy husband with the like amazing yeah. wife um compared to something like the nanny which you know of course yeah. they're not married so it's not like a married show but mm-hmm. you know we got like hunky lead actor with a beautiful woman yeah. you know <laughs> it's true i mean it probably i mean it goes back a long ways but uh but you know, the the simpsons of course is is uh right. the, the king of that trope yeah with... i think it kind of ushered it in heavily because yeah. you know i mean we did have it but uh, i don't know but even something like archie bunker she wasn't yeah. like this supermodel you know she was appropriate his wife was appropriate for like him it felt uh yeah and, well and then or... modern family is the was with sophia vegara oh, and well. yeah at least that one i think was making more of a statement about it yeah. um like it was a bit more of a conscious decision 
than the rest yeah. of these. Um, but yeah, I, think <laughs> I the, agree with you. The nineties, I think it was running rampant. The nineties and the two thousands, yeah. it was just running rampant with like doofy dude with perfect woman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I agree. <laughs> So I do love the scenes in this episode, though, when they're in Maxwell's room. I think it's so funny. So I wrote this down. It is technically part of fashion, but it's not Fran's fashion. Uh Sylvia's, those silver heels were dramatic. I mean, I had to make note because they were high and stiletto. Like, I was like, whoa, Sylvia. (laughs) She's just walking around uh, for no reason in these, like, insane. Insane <laughs> that she gets kicked up on the bed, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, they're like dangerous." I'm nervous for you, Sylvia. Like, you need a thicker heel. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know but... how you walk in those things. I, I, I admire. I don't know. I was. I can't. I know she's usually in heels. Like Sylvia wears heels most of the time. But wow, those ones were just on another level because they instantly caught my eye as soon as she walked into the room. I was like, "Whoa, Sylvia!" Yeah. So you couldn't have been a a housewife of like the fifties, Rachel, just wearing heels every day. No. To to clean the house. No. I (laughs) I would have broken ankles all over the place because I can't walk. Me too. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I really can't wear those kind of shoes because of my high arch. I just it, it doesn't work uh, with, uh, with that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm not talented enough to wear those. See Maxwell getting uh, undressed with them sitting on his bed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, I would think you would notice three people in your room, but sitting there i i mean a part of you is like i mean i guess you're like oh look at what's mine or whatever but i'm also like is fran gonna say anything like oh max hey like stop yeah i don't know it was funny and uh and he says well this has put uh, that sufficiently put that fantasy to rest sylvia yeah that was funny and uh, so then they they uh, get to the reunion, and Ray Romano is there, and they have a c- couple little jokes, and uh, and Val says, "Oh, I had such a crush on you, Ray," and he says, "Well, everybody loves Raymond," <laughs> which is pretty cheesy. Uh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. But uh, he says, I'm just happy to be out of the house, which was uh, a big, I don't know if this was intentional, but it was a big joke in his, in his comedy routine where he would say, we, it doesn't even matter if I'm funny. We've all succeed seated for the day. We're all out of the house. house." And and he's like, that's the goal of adult life is to leave the house. How (laughs) far off are they in age, Fran and Ray? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Ray is 63. And she's what, 50 something? No, she's in her 60s. Oh, is she? 63. Who's older? She's September 30th. He is December. She's older by like two and a half months. Oh, I did not think they were the same age. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't either. I didn't know. So I guess they could have been uh, classmates. But according to IMDb, uh, Fran and Ray were 
uh, both attended Queens College. Uh, the uh, oh. yeah, so I don't know if they knew each other or not, but anyways, trivia. Oh yeah, New York. Okay, Queens. Wow. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. He grew up in Forest Hills neighborhood of Queens. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You got to be from at least from somewhere like that with that with the accent. Right. He has. That <laughs> You're makes <right>. sense. <laughs> then she's talking to the one of the other women, and she says, "If you wait long, long. If you wait longer, everything comes back again." And he says, "Except for that doesn't apply to your schnoz." <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but then all of Fran's friends are divorced, and I, I mean, mean this is friends in quotation. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and that is something that you kind of miss about. I don't know if miss is the right word, but just not going out in public anymore. <laughs> like they, the whole thing of like all of your friends kind of complaining about either their husbands or their children <laughs> is like a thing that single people have to deal with. <laughs> You're sitting at the at a table at like a wedding or something like that, and all the women being complaining about their husbands. That is such a, a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I mean, I, I certainly don't miss it, but it is. It was. It is something that used to happen when you were with other humans. <laughs> <laughs> when you were with humans, soon yeah. enough you'll be with humans again. <laughs> hopefully, you both got your first <laughs> shot. So. I was going to joke that my cynicism today is from that, but no, I'm always like this. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, that it can be really obnoxious. And I know that that women need a place to kind of vent about that kind of stuff. So I, I understand that. But as a single person, it can be frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're like, I don't really care. My stop life. talking you about your about my life? I mean, I, I, it's like the time where you can be a little selfish and be like, can I talk about what's going on with me? You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> well, and, and the thing that I, what I don't like is when they act like, you are lucky because you're single and you don't have to deal with all that. I hate no. that. It's like, yeah, right. Like, obviously, <laughs> like right obviously you don't, you don't want to be in a bad marriage, of course, but if it's just like normal marriage problems, who would give up being in a, in a love, in a, uh, who would, you would really want to trade places with single person with no family, you know, with no family. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. You're so lucky that you get to, you don't have to deal with all this. Stop. I hate that. <laughs> I'm not lucky. Uh, but uh, you have, you do have here Gracie's friend. She's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gracie's friend. That's, I yeah. feel like that's kind of a mini version of me. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah. Just uh, get ready for the worst, girl. They're going to cast you to the side any day now. That She's going to become invisible when they get married and they're going to send her off to boarding school. (laughs) I feel like boarding school is like the ultimate evil of the... Always. Yes. Send you to boarding school. It's always boarding school. The worst. (laughs) The nightmare for children. Yeah. And uh, what a weird thing. I mean, again, it's yeah. just a completely different world because yeah. 
obviously my parents could have never afforded to send me to any sort of boarding school or anything like that but like that was never a threat that was never on the table of like behave or you're going to boarding school for normal you know for like normal people it's like behave or you're grounded like that's it there's no sending you away forever (laughs) and you're going right back to school tomorrow Yeah, it's like, it was a, what a weird threat. Like, we're sending you away so we don't have to deal with you. <laughs> so you learn behavior. No, they're yeah. like, we'll teach you behavior if you don't, like, get it together. In, uh, in Cheaper by the Dozen, the original, uh, not the Steve Martin version, but the uh, the original, he has, uh, he has pamphlets for the co- convent. <laughs> That he has up on the on uh, the in the living room <laughs> for the girls, <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, but she is just the she's kind of the worst about this little girl about they're gonna they're not gonna care about you. And then of course <laughs> she starts making Grace all paranoid. Yeah, if Grace needs too much help in that department right yeah. i mean right it's already there <laughs> <laughs> i did think it was cute that maxwell steals the white house coaster for fran oh my gosh that was cute oh i forgot i didn't mention it earlier but i just i thought that line was really funny when they're talking about him going to the white house and she's like he's been known to put pleasure before business why can't you right I'm yeah like, that oh. was good <laughs> Ooh, uh. <laughs> Uh, and so th- we do get some serious uh, topics, I guess, in this one where Fran wants to have a family with Maxwell and Maxwell is, is not sure whether he wants to go through all of that again. And so that is uh, kind of a thread of the thing. And Sylvia's response to that is kind of hilarious. It's not natural. And then, what man doesn't want to procrastinate with the woman oh, he loves? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then uh, it turns out that that he's not wanting to send Gracie to boarding school. There's a camp or a summer camp or something. And I also like when Fran says that mood swings are normal before your cycle, during your cycle, and after your cycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh I that when she says you're cute when you compromise, and Aww, she says, yeah, and she it. says you're awfully cute when you tell me I'm awfully cute. <laughs> so the fashion in this episode, uh, we have a white shirt with a like a patchwork print jacket and pants. That was Christian Lacroix. <laughs> you didn't like that? No. no. <laughs> No. Um, and then there's a sparkly purple skirt suit from Nicole Miller. I really liked it. The short yeah, of the that reunion. was really cute. Mm-hmm. You I know what I realized in this 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 grouping of episodes? I do not like her in almost every pantsuit. She looks so much better in a skirt suit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I like her. Her hair was huge at the reunion. Like. <laughs> bigger than normal it was huge yeah like whoa look at that hair but she looked really good i mean again i don't know if it's just because it's her signature but she can pull off that huge hair really well (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 
It's true. And I just love that color of purple. It's a very... The, like shiny little splotches. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. It was cute. I liked it. Um, and then she has a black and white checkered skirt with a white leather jacket with silver zippers and a white headband and that Smoschino. That was a pretty decent, I would say. I liked fine. the jacket. Mm-hmm. The like mm-hmm. white leather jacket. I don't know. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has jeans and a quilted sweater. Oh. With flowers. Larry <laughs> and I have the same reaction. Yeah, like, I hated that little Oh, bit. it was really dry. Oh my god. And the high like those jeans. I don't know if that's <laughs> so bad. It, the whole thing was bad. It yeah, was like this see-through. Was... Like the sweater was almost see-through. It did. It looked like something that like a grandma would crochet. It was so bad. <laughs> And it was most chino, of, of course. Oh, it looked cheap. <laughs> or as they used to say on Project One Way, it looked so inexpensive. Yeah. I just, I mean, it is interesting uh, that most chino was like such a staple for the, pretty much the entire runtime of the show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's been around, or they, I guess, it's a house. I know. Um, I, we could probably do a whole episode of our, our most favorite chino. most chino looks. <laughs> the best and the worst. Wait, that would That's be hilarious. Uh, I mean, he just, yeah, that that house has had more outfits on the show than anybody else. And, I mean, I, just, I don't think any of the, the, like, most iconic for Fran, but it's just, like, Wow, who would have who would have thought that maybe this yeah. like made their made the most Chino brand was the nanny. I I think the most iconic of most Chino was probably the uh, the black with red and white dots. One. Right, and it's I like even that on the cover of the DVD. Yeah, that one's really good. I also love the piano keys dress. I thought that was that's also right. One of my that favorites. was a good one. That was really cute. Um, and then it ends with pink turtleneck with a purple suit skirt with pink flowers on it and a pink and it had pink cuffs. And this is cachet. So yeah, that's the fashion. So what would you give this episode coin? <laughs> Oh, this is tough because I did like it better than the last one, but not, I guess a seven, not a ton better, but I did like it better. What do you think, Larry? Um, I think it was my favorite personally of the three. So I guess I'll go eight. Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, I can't even remember what other scores I've given. I already forgotten. Um, (laughs) I'll give this one a 7.5. I'll be right. Split the difference. All right. Yes, that's right. So let us know if you're listening, what you would give these episodes. What are your favorite parts and what you think of the fashion, all that fun stuff. We'd love to hear. You can find us at FrankS14 on Twitter. We've been having a lot of fun on there, getting a lot of feed, fun feedback from people. And, and if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We got a new review this week, so that was very exciting. So please leave us your reviews. We really appreciate that. And uh, Larry, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. 
Great. And Colleen? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lele, L-E-L-E, 44094. And our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check all of that out over there. And make sure you check out the Hallmarkies podcast. We've got lots of fun stuff going on coming up this week, including my dad's going to be on the podcast. So that's pretty fun. So so make sure you're following Hallmarkies podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone.